Ladies, at Essentia Health, you're not just a patient. You're a partner in your healthcare journey. We'll get to the heart of your health questions, even the ones you're embarrassed to ask. We'll find solutions to fit your unique needs and lifestyle, because here, we're in it together. Feel confident in your care and in yourself. Schedule a women's health appointment with an Essentia Health provider today. Click the banner to learn more. Hi there, and welcome to our podcast. And this week at London Visited, we go to Kew Gardens to tell you all about this iconic part of London. My name's Steve, and each week I'll bring to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you've been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. And now to this week's podcast. Kew Gardens is a botanic garden in southwest London that houses the largest and most diverse botanical collections in the world. Founded in 1840 from the exotic garden at Kew Park in Middlesex, its living collections include some of the 27,000 taxia curated by the Royal Botanic Gardens Kew, while the herbarium, which is one of the largest in the world, has over 8.5 million preserved plants and fungal specimens. The library contains more than 750,000 volumes and the illustrations collection contains more than 175,000 prints and drawings of plants. It is one of London's top tourist attractions and is also a World Heritage Site. Kew Gardens, together with the Botanic Gardens at Wakefield in Sussex, are managed by the Royal Botanic Gardens in Kew, an internationally important botanical research and education institution that employs over 1,100 staff and is a non-departmental public body sponsored by the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs. The Kew site, which has been dated as formally starting in 1759, though it can be traced back to the exotic garden at Kew Park, formed by Henry, Lord Capel of Tewkesbury, consists of 132 hectares, 330 acres, of gardens and botanical glasshouses, four Grade 1 listed buildings and 36 Grade 2 listed structures, all set in an internationally significant landscape. It is Grade 1 listed on the Register of Historic Parks and Gardens. Kew Gardens even has its own police force, Kew Constabulary, which has been in operation since 1847. Kew consists mainly of gardens themselves and a small surrounding community. Royal residences in the area, which would later influence the layout and construction of the gardens, began in 1299 when Edward I moved his court to a manor house in neighbouring Richmond, then called Sheen. That manor house was later abandoned. However, Henry VII built Sheen Palace in 1501, which, under the name Richmond Palace, became a permanent royal residence for Henry VII. Around the start of the 16th century, courtiers attending Richmond Palace settled in Kew and built large houses. Early royal residences at Kew included Mary Tudor's house, which was in existence by 1522 when a driveway was built to connect it to the palace at Richmond. Around 1600, the land that would become the gardens was known as Kew Field, a large field strip farmed by one of the new private estates. The exotic garden at Kew Park, formed by Henry, Lord Capel of Tewkesbury, was enlarged and extended by Augusta, Dowager Princess of Wales, the widow of Frederick, Prince of Wales. The origins of Kew Gardens can be traced to the merging of the royal estates of Richmond and Kew in 1772. William Chambers built several garden structures, including the lofty Chinese pagoda, built in 1761, which still remains. George III enriched the gardens, aided by William Ayton and Sir Joseph Banks. The old Kew Park, by then renamed the White House, was demolished in 1802. 
The Dutch house adjoining was purchased by George III in 1781 as a nursery for the royal children. It is a plain brick structure now known as Kew Palace. Some early plants came from the Ward Garden, established by William Coys at Stubbers in North Ockenden. The collections grew somewhat haphazardly until the appointment of the first collector, Francis Masson, in 1771. Capability Brown, who became England's most renowned landscape artist, applied for the position of Master Gardener at Kew and was rejected. In 1840, the gardens were adopted as a national botanical garden, in large part due to the efforts of the Royal Horticultural Society and its president, William Cavendish. Under Kew's director, the gardens were increased to 30 hectares, 75 acres, and the pleasure grounds, or Arboretum, extended to 109 hectares, 270 acres, and later to its present size of 121 hectares, 300 acres. The first curator was John Smith. The Palm House was built by architect Decemius Burton and ironmaker Richard Turner between 1844 and 1848, and was the first large-scale structural use of wrought iron. It is considered the most important surviving Victorian glass and iron structure. The structure's panes of glass are all hand-blown. The Temperate House, which is twice as large as the Palm House, followed later in the 19th century. It is now the largest Victorian glass house in existence. Kew was the location of the successful effort in the 19th century to propagate rubber trees for cultivation outside of South America. In February 1913, the tea house was burned down by suffragettes Olive Wary and Lillian Lenton following a series of arson attacks in London. Kew Gardens lost hundreds of trees in the Great Storm of 1987. From 1959 to 2007, Kew Gardens had the tallest flagpole in Britain. Made from a single Douglas fir from Canada, it was given to mark both the centenary of the Canadian province of British Columbia and the bicentenary of Kew Gardens. The flagpole was removed after damage by weather and woodpeckers made it a danger. The gardens were put on the UNESCO list of World Heritage Sites by UNESCO. A five-year, £41 million revamp of the Temperate House was completed in May 2018. Five trees survived from the establishment of the Botanical Gardens in 1762. Together, they are known as the Five Lions. A canopy walkway opened in 2008 takes visitors on a 200-metre, 660-foot walk, 18 metres, 59 feet above the ground in a tree canopy of woodland glade. Visitors can ascend and descend by stairs and by a lift. The walkway floor is perforated metal and flexes underfoot. The entire structure sways in the wind. It was designed by David Marks. A short video detailing the construction of the walkway is available online. The Sackler Crossing Bridge, made of granite and bronze, opened in May 2006. The minimalist-styled bridge is designed as a sweeping double curve of black granite. The sides of the bridge are formed of bronze posts that give the impression from certain angles of forming a solid wall while, from others and to those on the bridge, they are clearly individual entities that allow a view of the water beyond. The bridge forms a part of a path designed to encourage visitors to visit more of the gardens than hitherto have been popular and connects the two art galleries via the Temperate and the Evolution Houses and the Woodland Glade to the Micker House and the Bamboo Garden. The crossing won a special award from the Royal Institute of British Architects in 2008. The Hive, opened in 2016, is a multi-sensory experience designed to highlight the extraordinary life of bees. It stands 17 metres 56 feet tall and is set in a wildflower meadow. Kew Explorer is a service that takes a circular route around the gardens, 
provided by two 72-seater road trains that are fueled by Calagas to minimize pollution. A commentary is provided by the driver, and there are several stops. Q also has one of the largest compost heaps in Europe, made from green and woody waste from the gardens and the manure from the stables of the household cavalry. The compost is mainly used in the gardens, but on occasion has been auctioned as part of a fundraising event for the gardens. The compost heap is in an area of the gardens not accessible to the public, but a viewing platform made of wood which had been illegally traded but seized by customs officers in HMRC has been erected to allow visitors to observe the heap as it goes through its cycle. In March 2006, the Davis Alpine House opened, the third version of an Alpine House since 1887. Although only 52 feet long, the apex of the roof arch extends to a height of 10 meters, 33 feet, in order to allow the natural airflow of a building of this shape to aid the all-important ventilation required for the type of plants to be housed. The new house features a set of automatically operated blinds that prevent it overheating when the sun is too hot for the plants, together with a system that blows a continuous stream of cool air over the plants. The main design aim of the house is to allow maximum light transmission. To this end, the glass is of a specially low iron type that allows 90% of the ultraviolet light in sunlight to pass. It is attached by high-tension steel cables so that no light is obstructed by traditional glazing bars. To conserve energy, the cooling air is not refrigerated but is cooled by passing through a labyrinth of pipes buried under the house at a depth where the temperature remains suitable all year round. The house is designed so that the maximum temperature should not exceed 20 degrees Celsius, 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Q's collection of alpine plants, defined as those that grow above the tree line in their locale, ground level at the poles rising over 2,000 meters, 6,562 feet, stands to over 7,000. As the alpine house can only house around 200 at a time, the ones on show are regularly rotated. Originally designed for Buckingham Palace, the Nash Conservatory was moved to Kew in 1836 by King William IV. The building was formerly known as Adroid House No. 1 and was used to display species of acria. The building was listed Grade 2 in 1950. With an abundance of natural light, the building is now used for various exhibitions, weddings and private events. It is also now used to exhibit the winners of the photography competition. The orangery was designed by Sir William Chambers and was completed in 1761. It measures 28 by 10 meters, 92 feet by 33 feet. It was found to be too dark for its intended purpose of growing citrus plants, and they were moved out in 1841. After many changes of use, it is currently used as a restaurant. The Palm House has a 19 meter, 62 feet high central nave and is surrounded by a walkway at 9 meters, 30 feet high, allowing visitors a closer look upon the palm tree crowns. In front of the Palm House on the east side are the Queen's Beasts, 10 statues of animals bearing shields. The Palm House was originally heated by two coal-fired boilers with a 107 feet, 33 meter chimney, the shaft of the Great Palm Stove, now known as the Campanile, near the garden's main entrance. Coal was brought in by light railway, running in a tunnel using human-propelled wagons. The tunnel acted as a flue between the boilers and the chimney, but the distance proved too great for efficient working. And so two small chimneys were added to the Palm House, in 1950, the railway was electrified. The tunnel is now used to carry piped hot water to the palm house from oil-fired boilers located near the original chimney, which is extant and Grade II listed. Kew's third major conservatory, the Princess of Wales Conservatory, was opened in 1987 by Diana, Princess of Wales, 
in commemoration of her predecessor Augusta's associations with Q. In 1989, the Conservatory received the Europa Nostra Award for Conservation. The Conservatory houses 10 computer-controlled microclimate zones, with the bulk of the greenhouse volume composed of dry tropics and wet tropics plants. As it is designed to minimise the amount of energy taken to run it, the cooler zones are grouped around the outside and the more tropical zones are in the central area, where heat is conserved. The glass roof extends down to the ground, giving the conservatory a distinctive appearance and helping to maximise the use of the sun's energy. During the construction of the conservatory, a time capsule was buried. It contains the seeds of basic crops and endangered plant species and key publications on conservation. The Temperate House, reopened in May 2018, after being closed for restoration, is a greenhouse that has twice the floor area of the palm house and is the world's largest surviving Victorian glass structure. It contains plants and trees from all the temperate regions of the world, some of which are extremely rare. It was commissioned in 1859 and designed by architect Demelius Burton, an iron founder Richard Turner. Covering 4,880 square metres, it rises to a height of 19 metres. Intended to accommodate Kew's expanding collection of hardy and temperate plants, it took 40 years to construct, during which time costs soared. The building was closed for restoration between 1980 and 1982, and it was restored again between 2014 and 2015. There is a viewing gallery in the central section from which viewers can look down on that part of the collection. The Water Lily House is the hottest and most humid of the houses at Kew, and contains a large pond with varieties of water lily surrounded by a display of economically important, heat-loving plants. It closes during the winter months. It was built to house the Victoria Amazonica, the largest of the water lily family. This plant was originally transported to Kew in files of clean water and arrived in February 1849, after several prior attempts to transport seeds and roots had failed. Although various other members of this type of lily family grew well, the house did not suit the Victoria, purportedly because of poor ventilation system and this specimen was moved to another, smaller house. The ironwork for the Water Lily House project was provided by Richard Turner, and the initial construction was completed in 1852. The heat for the house was originally obtained by running a flue from the nearby palm house, but it was later equipped with its own boiler. Evolution House, formerly known as the Australian House, the house was a gift from the Australian government. It opened from 1952. From 1995, it was known as the Evolution House. The building is listed under the Planning, Listed Buildings and Conservation Areas Act of 1990 for its special architectural or historic interest. The Bonsai House was formerly known as Alpine House No. 24, prior to the construction of the Davis Alpine House. Admission to the various galleries in the museum is free after paying admission to the gardens. The International Garden Photographer of the Year exhibition is an annual event with an indoor display of entries during the summer months. The Q Herbarium is one of the largest in the world with approximately 7 million specimens used primarily for taxonomic study. The herbarium is rich in types for all regions of the world, especially the tropics, and is currently growing with 30,000 new specimen additions annually through international collaborations. The Q Herbarium is of global importance, attracting researchers from and supporting and engaging in the science of botany all over the world, especially in the field of biodiversity. A large part of the herbarium has been digitalized and is available to the general public online. Kew Gardens holds further collections of scientific importance, including a fungarium for fungi, a plant DNA bank and a seed bank. 
The Q fungarium houses approximately 1.25 million specimens of dried fungi. The library, art and archives at Kew are one of the world's largest botanical collections, with over half a million items, including books, botanical illustrations, photographs, letters and manuscripts, periodicals and maps. The archives, illustrations, rare book collections, main library and economic botany library are housed within the Herbarium building. Kew provides advice and guidance to police forces around the world, where plant material may provide important clues or evidence in cases. In one famous case, the Forensic Science Department at Kew were able to ascertain that the contents of the stomach of a headless corpse found in the River Thames contained a highly toxic African bean. The gardens have their own police force, Kew Constabulary, attested under Section 3 of the Parks Regulation Act of 1872. Formerly known as the Royal Botanic Gardens Constabulary, it is a small, specialised constabulary of two sergeants and twelve officers who patrol the grounds in a marked silver car. The Parks Regulation Act gives them the same powers as the Metropolitan Police, with the land belonging to the gardens. The memorial to the several Kew gardeners killed in the First World War lays by the near St Luke's Church in Kew. There are two memorial benches in the gardens, the Remembrance and Hope Seat and the Verdon Bench, both containing parts of a felled oak tree whose acorn came from the battlefield of Verdon. The oak was grown at Kew until a storm in 2013 damaged the tree and so required removal. Getting there couldn't be easier. Not only do you have trains, buses, and also you can get there by car, but London River Service operate from Westminster during the summer, stopping at Kew Pier, which is 500 metres from Elizabeth Gate. So I hope you've enjoyed our look at Kew Gardens, which is so well known globally. Whatever podcast service you use to listen to this, please do subscribe to get updates on new shows, and also please leave us some feedback. Please also let me know any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, and you can let me know through our website www.londonvisited.co.uk by emailing me directly on londonvisited at gmail.com, or you can contact us on Twitter and Instagram on at londonvisited or Facebook on at the London Visited. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast, and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye.